Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is Connor Mulvin. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. Nothing much, Eric, you know, out here living the dream. As always, as always. How are you doing? Doing well. Uh, it's been a good week. Has been a good, good week. Uh, good solid week of workouts and... Yeah, do you feel uh, Do you feel any better now that we've told our listeners that we are, are working out? Well, I feel like we have a dedication to our listeners to uh, not disappoint them. Uh, no, I, I. If anything, we owe it to them. We do. We definitely owe it to them. Um, it's it's actually an interesting uh, thing to point out that the Nashville is hosting the Central Regional for CrossFit. So a ton of CrossFit athletes are here in Nashville. Um, I mean, arguably some of the fittest people in, or in the Central United States are here. Yeah. Um, competing to go to the national competition in where where the hell is that in California? Uh, it's what's it's is not it home. home it's, well, it's not Home Depot. So it's a uh, it's StubHub Center. The StubHub, nice, yeah. Uh, so that's held out there. Um, then I think it's yeah. I don't know the the uh, the winners of the regionals go to the. It's in July. Yeah. Eric and Eric and I went to the gym with some of these people, hoping to go to nationals yeah and it was um humbling humbling for for sure for those of you who don't know what eric and i look like um we don't look like we're six four and hit puberty like 20 years ago no i would i've i heard the uh i heard the term this week aggressively average wow is that us i feel like that's yes i feel like that's us no that's a good description we're like i think we're above average but we're like Pushing the limits of average. No, I totally agree. Yeah, some of these some of these guys look like they just left the Marines. Yeah, um, they do like military fit. Type oh, stuff. oh yeah, yeah. A lot of just really cut, strong looking people. I mean, Eric and I are like we're athletes, like we're fit, but yeah. like this is no, this is another level. Yeah, you know this we're not. Level. You don't walk into a room and you're like. Phew, Damn, look at those guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Got a long way to go. We're only 23. Yeah. Um, we still have like eight more years of puberty till we reach some true. of those guys. Yeah, man. A little CrossFit puberty. <laughs> Is that what they call it? <laughs> I've heard it called that. That's what you've heard, yeah. At, at least on the street. before. Yeah. Um, no, but it's fun. It's fun to see people who are, who are that. Oh, abs- absolutely. Class, we should mention females as well. Oh, the, yeah, the girls in class today kicked our ass. Yeah, they beat us up. Actually. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, we, uh, I had, dude, I've, I've meant, I was saying this for the podcast. I had a weird, weird dream. I had a dream <clears throat> that I was driving down a road and um, it was just a just a regular straight road. There were like other cars, and all of a sudden, like the road disappears, and I am like in some sort of I don't know somewhere different. So it's like a vortex or something. Next thing I know, I wake up and I don't I don't wake up like in the dream. In the dream, yeah, I'm yeah. in a different place. Huh. And you've been I'll, you've been incepted, something like that. Man. Uh-huh. It was it was really strange. So I'm I'm in this. So I go through this thing vortex. I'm in a different place, and 
everything's like off like mm-hmm. the the way things look is not like right it's the not reality. it's not just quite it's just just off uh-huh. it wasn't like the reality of my dream and i'm in like a train station and i'm looking around and like freaking out and people are staring at me and they look weird they look different they don't look like they're still humans but the it's just different mm-hmm. um and yeah i like uh I, I this this is the weird part i go into the bathroom and i look in a mirror and i see myself and i look different than dude it was so strange and then, then like it's spotty from there. Like things, I like jump ahead. I like meet a couple people, and then, yeah. And then, and then eventually, I woke up and was just like, "What the fuck just happened?" Uh, th- that sounds like a like a it's a it's a mental condition where you you think that things are off and like you can see like your parents but you think they're like imposters like you don't oh yes you don't and you are just like you you are you are thinking everything's different uh uh-huh it's not right right like it really is uh uh-huh but it's not or you don't think it is yeah um on a side note it sounds like you've been incepted i've been something man it was strange i'm just i'm just saying Go watch it. Go. We'll watch Inception this weekend and tell me that's not the dream that you had. I don't no, know when the last time you watched no, Inception, yeah. but no, I, I I remember Inception is not one of those movies you forget. It's not one of those movies you forget. So I totally, it, dude, it was it was weird. Probably the weirdest thing I've. But it was it was quick. It wasn't like it was one of those times like I woke up, went back to sleep, and then woke up. Uh-huh. I wasn't in the dream for a long time. But anyway. Anyway. I've been having a hard time sleeping too. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, I am a huge Liverpool fan. Uh, Liverpool is a team that uh, plays in the Premier League over in England. And they are in the Champions League final. They play Real Madrid uh, tomorrow. And it is uh, making me sleep poorly. Because I'm anxious. A little anxious guy. Which uh, kind of leads into some of our stories. Kinda, we have a Liverpool-themed episode today. After we go through some current events, I have uh, some Liverpool-themed stories. Um, do you want to hop into it, Kyle? I do. Okay. I do. Um, so, if you're a, a past listener, you know that Eric and I kind of... Uh, rip on Alex Alex Jones. We do rip on. We have ripped on Alex Jones. We have been known to watch Alex Jones compilation videos and laugh at times. But they are funny. Although he has been amazingly, somewhat, he's been right. Somewhat correct. You know, if you, if you if <laughs> you if you if you shoot enough shots, some are bound to some are I bound to go. Just in. about to say that if you scream into the microphone enough times, you'll get something right. With that being said, this article is from futurism.com. Uh, t- the title of the article is Scientists Announce the New Animal-Human Hybrid Experiment, Experiment, This Time with Sheep. So at Stanford University, uh, scientists there are creating a, a human-sheep hybrid to try and grow human organs in a sheep. Mm. Um, sh- apparently, sheep and human organs have similar size. Mm. And so they are merging sheep embryo with human stem cells. Sheep embryo with human stem cells. Okay, okay. So we humans, we as humans have done this before. Mm. Also in California... At UC Davis in 2016, but we did that, or they did that, I should say, with a uh, with a pig and human hybrid. Okay. Okay. Um, sheep intestines, like I said, are a little closer to human intestines than than pigs. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. But as you can imagine, people are finding this quite controversial. Of course. 
and are uncomfortable with the fact with uh, a human animal hybrid i think that's the right word uncomfortable it is uncomfortable you're not comfortable with uh part human part sheep part pig part, part jellyfish part reptilian yeah we are referencing an alex jones video where he basically goes on a rant about um human animal hybrids and he gives uh, tons of examples of <laughs> half this half that <laughs> um, uh but no um it, it's uncomfortable um but everything new at one point or another was uncomfortable that's true growth um growth is happens outside the comfort zone it does so it does. i've heard uh you know, don't work outside your comfort zone, but rather grow your comfort zone. Mm, like Although that. I'm not sure how far I'm willing to stretch on that. <laughs> kind of happy know. with not this concept. I will I, admit it is pretty cool. The fact that they are trying to grow mm-hmm. human organs and animals is fascinating yes. from a medical perspective. Yes. As a researcher and scientist and science thank you and sociologist i am uncomfortable with the societal effects that this may have Mm. medically fascinated societally concerned wasn't the um you remember that movie 28 days later Mm -hmm. with the the zombies Mm mm-hmm it wasn't that started when like animal activists broke into a monkey lab, and I think they got one of them got bit by one of the monkeys or something like that. I think that's the opening scene. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, that is how it starts. Yeah. Yeah. Animals. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you mentioned the pigs. I feel like pigs are dirty. So for some reason, I feel more comfortable with sheep. Uh, it's 2018, Eric. We, you know, you pigs can have, lives matter. Pig, you can have clean pigs. You can have clean. We can, we can have uh, teacup pigs. With that being said, I'm more comfortable with sheep too. Yeah. I'd rather have a sheep. I'd rather. Yeah, I would not want my. I don't know. I wouldn't want my organ growing in a pig. Just, sheep just feels more. Eating slop. <laughs> eating slop. Dude, pigs will eat anything. People, like, throw dead bodies in... Don't say that. No, they do. People throw dead bodies. Not anyone I know. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have... No, do you have... not personal experience. I've seen it in movies and I've heard it in stories. <laughs> but people, yeah, people throw dead bodies in um, pig pens because the pigs, they starve them for, like, four or five days. I mean, anything will... If I was starving, I'd probably... Oh, yeah? How long... How many days would it take you without eating to, if you were stranded Why on a boat? Why did I say this? If you were stranded on a boat. Wait, well, I need to be on land because I need to cook it. No. No, you just got to kill someone and eat them because you're about to die if uh, you don't eat anything. Dang it. How many days? Do I have to kill them or are they already you, dead? No, they can kill themselves. Okay. But they're dead. But they're dead. You watch them get killed. How many days do you think? Am I already starving when they die? Yes. You are like borderline. Like everyone is everyone has tried to not get oh, to this point, God but bless. there's no there's no way. Dude, I think like five days. Yeah. I think if I was starving mm. I think in it was sun in the middle of the ocean. Dude, maybe like four days. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, dude, I'm thinking around like a week. I think like if after three days, I'll be like, all right, like, like, dude, although I will say it's, God, I hate that I'm saying this, but it's probably better to do it while like the body's fresh. Yeah, no, you're you're probably right. Honestly, as bad as that sounds. Damn it. God, this one, I'm going to be thinking about this all day. I know, it's kind of nasty. Going back to the thought provoking but nasty. Going back to the article, if we're on an island, I will say it would be different because then I could probably start a fire, and then you could just you probably could you have a barbecue. Yeah, yeah, for sure. sure. But if it's just sitting there on the boat, then that's just cooking in the sun. Probably pretty hot. 
middle of the ocean. God bless. Yeah. Going going back to the article very quickly. <laughs> um, the 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 mix of of sheep and human stem cells. It's mm-hmm. only one percent human stem cell. So it's it's a very they're sort they're starting oh, okay. very very small I scale. See. I see. Um, the article also notes that just in the United States, twenty two people die every day waiting on an organ transplant transplant list. Um, I've heard that. So, so there's a need. It's there, not like we're just doing this. There is a need. Um, again, that's just in the United States. Yeah. So they are trying to save lives. That's good. That's good. As as uncomfortable as mm-hmm. it may seem, it's for a good cause. It is for a good cause. Um, Speaking of being stranded on boats, uh-huh. um, our next article is about Hawaii. This is. Which, I've never been stranded on a boat in Hawaii, but you can get to Hawaii from a boat. You can. So. I was, uh, I went to Hawaii when I was like two. Don't remember it. So, you had a great time there. I had a ball. I forgot everything, so I must have been. <laughs> so, I was going to say, so you, pro- you probably, you probably had, lit. you were just going bananas. <laughs> Eating bananas. That banana's growing away. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, this is this is strange. This is a strange if you believe in coincidences or I don't know if you believe in something else. Also shameless plug here. Mm-hmm. Um if our listeners haven't seen Moana. Ah, yes. It's a pretty good movie, the Disney movie. Um I've just been listening to the soundtrack in my car mm. recently. Have you really? I really have. Wow. I have. If you go on my recent Spotify plays, it's uh-huh. probably like the fourth thing. <laughs> After Dark Sky Paradise. <laughs> yeah. uh, the title is, so this article is from the San Francisco Chronicle. The title article is Be- Benioff pays $7 million to return rare Hawaiian war god relic to islands. Um, it was published two days ago. And basically, this this two hundred year old carving of the war god Ku uh, was it was bought for seven million dollars and then donated to the islands of Hawaii. Yep. It was taken off the island uh, in nineteen forty, and uh, was just returned to the island. I imagine two days ago, maybe today. It was uh, it was before the um, before the volcano. Oh, it was. That's why. That's why. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Holy buckets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the carving was made sometime between 1780 and 1890, uh, and then it was collection of a private art dealer, Claude Veretti, uh, who, again, apparently acquired it in 1940. Um. Similar pieces are only found in museums. It is the only known piece that was in a private collection. Uh, and this, this man, Benioff, thought that it belongs to the people. And so he bought it for $7 million. And it's only, I think they said it's only like a foot and a half. Yeah, it was a small guy. I think he said under two feet. Um, so pretty, pretty little statue. Pretty little war god. I would is expecting a bigger war god. Yeah. Um. But it was it was returned, and then the volcanoes happened. I don't know. I don't know. War god getting his wrath, his wrath upon being returned to the islands. Maybe yeah. Maybe it's a bad omen. I don't know, man. Some uh, some voodoo mama juju. <laughs> um, it said that the person that bought it likes wearing Hawaiian shirts, which I found very relatable. Yes, I think it's a uh, Salesforce dot com CEO. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I had never heard of Salesforce. Salesforce. Yeah. Maybe I live under a rock, but I went on it and I was like, "Wow, this seems like a very popular website." Yeah, I think it's for larger companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for their. Uh, CRM, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the one of the quotes from Benioff says it's a spiritual item, 
It's not really something that should be held on to. It's, oh, it is, it's not something that should be held to help the person of one. Mm -hmm. So he is for the people. For the people. So thank you, the Hawaiian shirt-wearing philanthropist Benioff. Yeah, very much so. Um, If I ever told you this story, this is just a story about, I don't even know if it's true or not, but it's it's, an interesting story. Um, about relics. Um, when I went to the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation for the second time after freshman year in college, um, one of our guides, uh, Joe, he um, he told us a story about. I think it was in Nor- I think it was in North Dakota, or it might have been Northern South Dakota. But it was in one of the Dakotas. In um, they were digging for, they were building like an oil pipeline. And one of the workers apparently came across this old, like, pipe, this old Native American pipe. And the story goes, he went to pick up the pipe, and he was knocked backwards, like, six, seven feet. Might even been ten feet. But he was jolted backwards after touching this thing. And, uh... They didn't, no one touched it after I would, that. I would say we've uh, we've talked about it. There's a energy. I got I a guarding uh, guarding energy. There's energy in this world that we uh, don't quite understand. I don't know what's up, but if you believe in that stuff, not everyone not everyone caters it, to that. I do. I do. I do as well. If you don't, God be with you. Mm. Or if you Tread don't believe lightly. in God, yeah, good luck um, living longer than the rest of us because you're <laughs> wishing a lot of negative energy upon you. Great. Hard work and good vibes. That's what we like. Um, no, what, what do you think? What do you think about? What do you think about that coincidence? Do you do you believe there's some coincidence with this returning of an item? Uh, do you think that's possible? I don't want to say it's impossible. Mm-hmm. I want to say that it is unlikely. Unlikely, okay. I would think that the, the that Ku, the war god, would be happy to be back in Hawaii. Yeah. However, I don't claim to understand the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Um. I don't know, man. That's yeah, tough. I, it is it is it is it is quite coincidental and like I said I don't want to say that a 20 inch statue is able to invoke a hurt or a uh, or like a volcano no eruption. that's not what I'm trying to say to people and people are like oh have you heard about and it's like yeah if you heard about the volcanoes in Hawaii and then my response is yes it was caused by a 200 year old statue <laughs> of the war god coup oh, right P- people look at you funny I that's not what I'm trying to insinuate, but if I die and then get a lot of answers, all, all the answers I want, you know, yeah. I become, you know, I'm dead, I'm all knowledgeable. And if that is a, a partial reason, I, it would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. not, that's not my, that's not my lead off statement when yeah. I hear. <laughs> all I'm going to say is it's, it's odd. It's coincidental. 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 Yeah. So. And you leave it up to the list. You said you weren't superstitious like last week. I did say that. I did say that. That's more. I don't know. What I meant by that was. (laughs) What I meant by that was is I'm not those those like. Who the hell made those up? Like those weird throwing salt over your shoulder if you knock it down, walking under a ladder, breaking a mirror. Would you do it though? If you spilled salt, would you throw it over your shoulder? Yeah, because it's just it's fun. It doesn't mean I believe in it. it sounds like you do at least a little bit. <laughs> I would do it to entertain you. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, this next article is from CNN. Uh, it is called uh, a pump. How do you pronounce that pump? Pompeo. Pompeo. So I thought Pompeo says China incident 
entirely consistent with Cuba sonic attacks. Mm -hmm. So a U.S. government employee um, claimed, so he's working in China, and he reported, quote, abnormal sensations of sound and pressure uh, that is suggesting mild brain injury and has metal conditions that are apparently very similar and entirely consistent with what American diplomats uh, experienced in Havana, Cuba. Are you familiar with the Cuban, uh, that Cuban incident they're referencing? Not, uh, just, I just did a little bit of reading from the article, but Mm -hmm. I have not done any outside research. Yeah. Are you familiar with? I'm, I'm fairly familiar with it. Um, I remember when that incident happened and I read a little bit of it. Um, but yeah, it's this idea of sound weapons. Right, so they're calling this a sonic attack, Mm -hmm. and U.S. officials have issued a health alert in China following the incident. Yeah, so there, have you ever heard of ultrasound, or not, uh, infrasound, I'm sorry, infrasound. I have not. I was going to say ultrasound, I definitely... (laughs) I know, that's why I corrected myself. Infrasound is a, I believe it's a low frequency... It's a low frequency, um, yeah, a low frequency sound. Um, it is lower than 20 hertz. Um, the normal limit of human, or I should say, yeah, it's lower than 20 hertz. Um, so, uh, so the study of sound waves is sometimes referred to as infrasonics, uh-huh. covering the covering sounds beneath 20 hertz down to 0.1 hertz. Um, so yeah, it's weird. Um, it's like not in our range. No. So you you can't, you can't hear it. Like, I think people would be, our listeners Mm -hmm. would be most, uh, like accustomed to like the, like a dog whistle Uh, when for, uh, for us, like you can't hear it, but dog, you know, obviously dogs can't, so it's called a dog whistle. Um, for those of you who don't know, the human sound, like our, our auditory and visual systems that process, obviously everything auditory and and visual are actually quite limited Mm -hmm. on the scale that there are a lot of like colors and, and sounds that we, we can't see or hear and that are kind of we process it is just kind of like a dumbed down level exactly um i mean they're they are obviously way more complex dogs can only see in black and white oh yeah um but we as humans we are aware that our range on those things are actually quite limited Uh, which I think is crazy that we can measure something that you can't see or hear. It's scary. I think it shows like how that's another example of like how big the world is and how how much more complicated it is than yeah. like we are like day to day lives. Like, you know, again, we control a lot of things, you know, like we can drive a hundred miles in a day we pretty much live in controlled climate like Mm -hmm. we have bug spray you know we even control (laughs) like when we are outside and it's just that's just an example of like the world like the universe is just so so much bigger than us so much bigger um if you if the list if you're listening and you are familiar with some of the I guess you could just say paranormal topics. Um, the Dyatlov Pass incident, have you ever heard of that? Educate me. It was an incident. Um, these Russian, um, these Russian, co- I think most of them were like university students. Um, to Russia, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, were, uh, they were hiking and um, basically all of them were found murdered. Well, I shouldn't say murdered. That's not right. 
they were found hypothetically murdered. Hy- hypo- yeah, yeah, yeah. They were basically found like all over the place. Um, yeah, there's a lot of details. I don't know. I can't. I don't know specifics off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But they were basically had camped, and then they were found dead. No one knows what happened. No, like like physical injuries or uh, yeah, many physical injuries, but huh. like no one knows how they got the physical injuries. Right. There's theories, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's it's basically a mystery. Um, and infrasound is a theory. Yeah, so this, this sounds like... If you are unfamiliar, I'd at least read about it. And then you'll be paranoid about it forever. Because it is something that you basically can't defend yourself. Yeah, you're defenseless. Um, it is... It's kind of, it's kind of just sound waves that you can't hear that... That mess with you. Yeah, it says um, the 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 person experienced a mild traumatic brain injury, which I I don't know how you can have a mild traumatic yeah, anything, but know. any anyway, um, it it just it messes with you. You like go dizzy, you're fatigued, you like can you can experience blackouts from this type of thing, and again, since you can't hear it, you don't even know what's happening. It's frightening. Um, I am scared to say it, but this could be the future of like war. It is possible. You know, like, it's do you know possible. what I mean? Like, how bad does I mean you? In in today's world, you can't just go to. I mean, you can, but there's massive backlash if you go to a country and bomb it massive backlash but if you were to able to send these like signals and just to make people crazy right like like it just completely like incapacitate citizens yeah i mean from what i understand it's it's we don't in according to the article oh popular guy crazy you can wait yeah i can According to the article, we do, we don't know who did it. Um, we only know how how it's done and that that it happened. But as far as laying laying claim, I don't know. It's a lot easier to see someone bomb something and be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that that was." That's the other scary thing. Right, like, oh, that was this country, or or they have the resources to to do that. But as far as these signals go. I don't know like how complicated it is. Like I imagine this would be less difficult to achieve than to acquire a plane and drop a bomb. You're saying, oh yeah. Like if you, you would d- think if so. you if you yeah. just want if you were to put like a hundred of these in like a downtown area. I was I was gonna say I think it's a matter of how to project the sound. Of of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, that's the that's the weird part. Um. The fact that it happened in Cuba and China, though, is well. That that that's what I'm saying is like, <laughs> um, the U.S. State Department is taking this incident very seriously. Yeah. Uh, Chinese government has assured they are also investigating and taking appropriate measures. Mm. Mm. Kind of like when Putin took uh, charge of his <laughs> rival getting killed. Yes, so, yes, very, very, very quickly. Um, it's an all-time favorite news story of all-time mine. All-time favorite. Um, of course, Vladimir Putin, uh, ruler of Russia. His main political rival was killed. Putin took it upon himself as a citizen of Russia to head the investigation. And he found that the results were inconclusive. Um, which again is a personal favorite of mine. Imagine, just imagine that, you know, finding your main political rival, his murder just, you know, we, we don't know who did it. Crazy how that works. Crazy how that works. <laughs> who would, who would have guessed? Who would have thunk it? Um, really quickly, I think it's interesting uh, the the Cuban incidences were reported late 2016 and early 2017. They still remain a mystery. Uh, he expects 
the count uh, an accountability board to review the incidents um, in Cuba, and they're trying to have a hearing mm. next week. You know, they're trying to. I hate to say it, but like when you put so much pressure on something like this. I feel like there's a higher percent chance that they, like, kind of make something up and, like, get the wrong person. Ooh, that's a good take. Do you see? Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Totally. Totally. Um, I mean, as far as the United States goes... A scapegoat. Right. It's... it. God, it's such, like, an American arrogance thing, but it is, like, hey, like, you don't mess with Americans because... I mean, we do. We spend, like, so much money on our military, mm-hmm. and that is... Dude, that's that's scary. It is scary. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. And the fact that these are kind of just like have happened and they're unsolved to like U.S. diplomats. Like, obviously, the government's not okay with that. No, no, no. Yeah, anytime a U.S. diplomat like is somehow in a in the line of danger. It's not good. That's that's what I'm saying. Like good. for that country, you are really just like risking it all. You're, yeah, you're going. Uh, you're going for it. You're going for something. <laughs> something. I don't know. But that's anyway, just, that's a that's what I have. Yeah, yeah. I would say keep your ears open, but keep your ears open. It's above our frequency. But you probably so. wouldn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Uh, Nice. Some good uh, good current events. Thank you. So as Kyle mentioned earlier, um, well, Kyle's a Liverpool fan. I am a Liverpool fan. I am not a diehard Liverpool fan, although I do love Liverpool. A supporter. Supporter, yes. You're um, not a fanatic, you're a supporter. Yes, correct. Um, so tomorrow I will be rooting for Liverpool. Thank you. Um, I will be wearing my one Liverpool jersey I have. That's all you need. Yeah. You don't even need it. If anyone uh, is interested in watching the game, it's on at one forty-five mm-hmm. uh, Central Standard Time. It's being played in Kiev, Ukraine. That's right. So, well, Eastern Europe action. But in honor of Liverpool and their momentous achievement of making it to the finals of the Champions League and hopefully winning. Because God knows I do not want Real Madrid to win again. For those for those of you who don't know, Real Madrid is like the Yankees of Europe. Mm-hmm. They have won 11, 12 times. They've won a lot. Won a lot. Um, this, if they win this year, they will have won three in a row and four out of the last five years. And it's just... Like Eric said, like you don't. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, everyone has just real fast. Everyone has that team that like is dominant in whatever sport, like the Patriots. Unless you're a Patriots fan, you probably hate them. It's like it's you, it's right. It's only yeah. fun for so long seeing the same team win. Everyone's <laughs> like, come on. It's like that kid. It's like that kid in middle school who was bigger than everyone else and just dominated. No one likes that kid. No one likes that kid. That, su- that kid sucks. Yeah. You don't want that kid to win the the. If, 400 meters start baseball football basketball like yeah. you know let, let some other kids score some points yeah agreed you know let let bobby score a touchdown and bobby you don't need bobby to, you don't it. yeah you don't need to rush for six touchdowns a game like you know <laughs> come on uh i totally agree with everything kyle said <laughs> but anyway um so found a book um it's called haunted liverpool and it's by Tom Sleeman, and he writes a ton of, um, basically, accounts of um, haunted stuff. Uh, he has different books that are about all over. Um, it's called uh, Tales of the Weird. Um, I recommend checking those out. But he has a haunted Liverpool, um, basically, tons of editions. Uh, um, this story is from the... Th- Haunted Liverpool 3rd edition or Haunted Liverpool 3 and uh, we've got a couple stories um, this first one is called The Sad Spectre of Smith Down Road and this incident happened in the early 1990s and it was reported in the Liverpool Echo 
and says the story goes um, um one morning around four o'clock there's a 24 year old man named alan and he was walking home from a pub in smithton road and there had been um he basically stayed longer um than he usually does and he felt quite drunk um, he was walking near Sefton General Hospital, which is situated in Smithton Road. Um, and he noticed a girl standing near a bus stop. Um, she had, uh, she had on a short dress, a revealing top, and had long blonde hair. It's a nice way to put it. Yes. Yes, it is. He makes a joke about her being like a, uh, lady of the night. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, um... They have, they have some conversation, and she tells him that uh, she's waiting for her boyfriend to pick her up, and that she'd been waiting for hours. So, that in itself is sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, anybody, you don't want to keep people waiting. Nope. Yeah, it's rude. Um, they make some jokes. They have a little... Uh, oh, a little connection. Alan, yeah, Alan tries to hit on her, which is understandable. Um, little drunk, just came from the pub. Um, he's a shooter. Yeah, well, shooter, shoot. Alan's a shooter. So, basically, um, Alan and her start walking, um, because boyfriend never showed up. So, Alan, um, they walk by a cemetery. And she runs into the cemetery. And Alan assumes that she was either going to be sick, that she'd been drinking too much, or that she was going to... Uh, says that he thought she was going to powder her nose in a cemetery. Oh. So, I mean, yeah. I don't, I've never experienced that. I would say, as a male, I've, I don't know when the appropriate time is, so yeah. it's possible. It's possible. Definitely possible. So, she ran into um, a cemetery... Um, and Alan waits about ten minutes. He doesn't see her come back. Oh, I did mention. I did miss a detail. Alan gave her um, a jacket because she was cold while standing at the bus stop. Oh, nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah. Um. So he goes to look for her. He's like yelling her name. Her name's Joe. Her name is Jody. Um. So he's yelling her name. And as he uh, crept, it says, as he crept past the gravestones, there was no sign of her. He expected to find her on the ground, out cold with drinking. Yet she had not appeared drunk. By now it was almost dawn, and the sky was getting paler by a minute. And, um... He... Basically... Finds out that she had died. In 1990, just six months earlier. Oh, don't say that. Yep. Um, he saw her face on a gravestone. A photograph of Jody, to be precise. And that's where he saw the inscription as well. So he obviously books it out of there. Because by now he's like, there's no way this could have been an actual person yeah had to be a ghost i mean she died six months earlier yeah so a week a week later he uh told his two best friends about what happened and one of his one of his friends um had been a friend of jody or one of his friend's sister had been a friend of jody's and um yeah crazy well, how <laughs> how would how would you have how would you have uh, reacted if you had just walked a uh, walked a, a ghost? Not not too hot. Not too weird. Or not yeah. Not too hot. That'd be weird. Um. Yeah. I I mean pretty pretty scared. Pretty freaked out. Pretty freaked out. I think it's just like a a weird thing to like. Again, like, you think about, like, the credibility aspect, but that's just, like, a weird thing to, like, make up. Do you know Do you know what I mean? I do, like, I do. 
if so someone weird. if yeah. someone hears that and they're just like, all right, well that's not true. Like you're like, ah, oh, you're right. Like it's not. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. Like there's, like why would why would you do that? Yeah. If it didn't happen. Exactly, I agree. There's no reason why why you would make that up. Also, if I was walking a girl home and she ran into a cemetery, I'm not sure I would follow her. Oh, you're not. Period. Is she not worth it? You're not... Um. N- if she runs into a cemetery, probably not. <laughs> it's probably a good idea. You know what, you know what I mean? Like you, that's just a, that would be a weird. Act you have just you have more red flags than I do. Uh, true. Which probably means you're more reasonable. Mm, true. Um. No, I I agree. I think, I'm sure. I'm sure when it came up when it said that her. You know that someone knew that she died. That he was talking about this thing that had happened, and that person was like, "No, like she's not alive anymore." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that's how there's it like that, came up. Yeah, there's that like, there's that like account of yeah, she actually did die. Like my sister was friends with her. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's a little uh, little story there. Um, this other one uh, goes back to the 1800s. Oh. Uh, not as creepy, but still an interesting story. Um, it says... Stay away from cemeteries on dates. Date night. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> this says... Um, story starts out and says, On the night of Saturday, the 3rd of January, 1863, the Lord Mayor of Liverpool held a magnificent party at the concert hall in Lord Nelson Street. Over 2,000 guests drawn from the high society of Northwest attended the lavish soiree, and all proceeds were to go to a charity for the poor in the area. Among the illustrious guests was a mysterious man who introduced himself as Benjamin Julius, a fine artist who had been commissioned on many occasions to paint portraits of the highest people in the land. So this Mr. Julius character... um, is very um, outgoing mm-hmm. and he makes acquaintances with a lady Lenora Cunningham. This woman was captivated by the artist after he had made a portrait on a, I should say, a charcoal sketch of one of the female guests on a napkin. Oh, wow. So, talented guy. Little artiste. Little artiste, little caricature. Um, so, he made this... I will also say, pretty cool party trick. Yeah, I'm about to say. Pretty not uh, bad. Uh, huge turn on no, for yeah. me. Everyone likes a person who can draw. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway... Um, so he did this little, uh, this little drawing and Lady, uh, Cunningham was captivated and she commissioned him to paint a portrait of her at his attic studio on Faulkner Street. Um, Lady Cunningham shows up and she sits, cause you know, they had to sit. Of course. Yeah. 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 Um, so she sits for eight hours and, um, yeah. Obviously, she's exhausted by after, or she's exhausted by uh, the end of eight hours, and she goes over to look at the painting, and in the painting, instead of the pose she'd been sitting in and holding all day, she saw a picture of herself cradling a baby boy with red curly hair in her arms. Lady Lenora goes, what on earth is that? And... Mr. Julius responds, Why, it's young Archie. Don't you recognize him? That young son of yours that you're hiding from the world. Oh, no. Uh Uh-huh. So, Lady Cunningham did not... She... Lady Cunningham did recognize the red-haired child. She had had this dark secret that she had had a... affair and had produced a child from it. Oh, shit. Uh huh, and her husband, Lord Cunningham, um, obviously was not happy with this, so he sent the child away to an orphanage, and 
basically Mr. Julius uh, blackmails her and is like, if you do not pay for this painting, I will put this up for auction and everyone will know, or the whole town or oh, all yeah, of yeah. England Social will know status. that you had an affair and uh, an illegitimate child. So, obviously, she buys this from him because she doesn't want this to get out. And mm-hmm. then it's said that she burned the painting. So. Wow. Yeah, crazy. And then he also did this to another man. Um, he, well, well, not another. He did. The, <laughs> <laughs> is lady, that is lady, that right? Lady Cunningham <laughs> was not a man. Not a man. Um, he, he, he does this to a man named Mr. Heap. Um, and... He was doing another painting, um, of basically the same kind of portrait type mm-hmm. thing. Um, Mr. Heap was a mill owner and a pipe smoker, and the art it says um, Mr. Julius proceeded to paint Heap's portrait. But when it was finished, his subject gazed at the finished result in absolute horror. In the painting, George Heap had been had indeed been depicting holding a lighted match, apparently to light his pipe, uh-huh. but through a window behind him, he could cool. see... Yeah, like corncob pipe. Yeah. Yeah, classic. Classic 1800s. Um, in the window behind him, he could be seen a very familiar building ablaze, the rice mill which he had owned in, po- in Ponal Square. Only a few weeks before, that mill had been completely gutted by a mysterious fire. And it was thought that he burned it down to receive the insurance money. Oh, dirty boy. Dirty boy. And uh, as Mr. Julius did with the previous victim, um, he had him pay for this. And um, yeah. Wow. Uh, it is said that a diary entry of Lady Lenora Cunningham states that in 1865, the sinister Benjamin Julius, thankfully, suddenly vanished without a trace from the Liber- from the Liverpool scene, leaving his Faulkner studio deserted. So, I like that one. Little, yeah, that's a good, that's a good uh, little con man story. Yeah. So, um, there was one other that I had. Um. Um. So, I, for those listeners who are interested, yeah. Well, Eric finds his uh the story. I uh, I was in Liverpool not this December but the December previous, so December twenty sixteen, uh, with my older brother Ryan, and it uh it was great. It was a great time. Um, we were exhausted from traveling all day, so we uh. Stayed in our bed and breakfast uh, that night. Um, in the day, we, we walked around a bit. But, but that, that night where, you know, we could have gone out, uh, we stayed in our bed and breakfast and ordered Domino's pizza. <laughs> you no exploring the city or anything? Oh, dude, well, not that. So that <laughs> night, we had, we had stayed up pretty much all night in London we went out to a club called Inferno, yeah, uh, which is very popular because Margot, I think Margot Robbie said that that was like her favorite place in London. Oh. And so we went there, stayed up until like, I don't know, like 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah. And then woke up at like 8, so we'd slept like two hours, got on a train to Liverpool, which took like four hours. And so by the time we were in Liverpool, we like, we haven't slept, we haven't eaten, we were just like, take us to the bed and breakfast, uh, where we ordered Domino's, and it just, uh, it just, it just, after after that night in London, it just wasn't in those. Because after, so that first night we just stayed in the bed and breakfast. The second night we went to uh, Merseyside Derby, which is uh, Liverpool and Everton mm. when they play each other. So that was our our little night out on the town. I feel that. Um, Liverpool won, by the way. They did 1-0. That's right. Yeah. Um, oh, I just a little I heard Sadio Mane sent a ton of jerseys to his home village in... Uh, Senegal. Senegal, that's right. He did. He sent, he sent 300 jerseys. That's awesome. Um, 
This last story, uh, it is about a man who went into, um, he went into a, uh, the dentist. Uh, he had, uh, impacted wisdom teeth, so he had to get the wisdom teeth pulled out. So he, uh... I imagine that was way worse. Oh, yeah, I think it was in the, uh... Way worse pretty much any time previous to at least when I did it in, like, 2013. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it says they have to give he they had to give him like an extra dose of whatever they were using to knock him out. Uh-huh. But he when he got knocked out, um, he had this vision of walking down a road and into a house, and um, he he can see he says that it didn't feel like himself um, mm-hmm. as he was walking. He felt like he was in someone else's body. Um, so he walks into the house and um, he's just like fumbling around with things and um, all of a sudden he hears people like walking in the house and they just start, he starts like feeling physically hurt and next thing he knows he's on the floor and he wakes up. Okay. Uh, He's still in the dentist chair. He's like screaming. There's like blood in his mouth because he's like freaking out from this vision he had. Uh Um, Turns out he had had a vision of being a woman that had been murdered in her house by two men. Yeah. Wait, is that did it happen? Yeah. So the murder, she, the murder happened. The murder happened, and he was somehow reliving the experience. How long ago did the murder? Is that information available to us? Um, this is going from my head. Uh huh. I can't. I don't have the story in front of me. Yeah. yeah. But that's supposedly the story. Fascinating that story. He, that he had, yeah, that he had like relived the murder of someone else. Yeah, he didn't know about this murder. That is weird. That's weird. I know, right? <laughs> that is. He had no that idea about is this weird. Uh huh. And he just he went through it like the woman did. Oh god. So. Again, that's that's another one where you're like, oh, how credible is that? But like. I feel like that's another hard one to fabricate. It's it's a hard one to fabricate, and I don't know. To me, I don't. I'm not so concerned about the details. I, it's just a fun story. It is. It's a cool. Like imagining that happening to you is strange in itself and entertaining a little bit. Not that the woman got murdered. <laughs> I was gonna say what. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that the woman got murdered. Um. But no, I know what you mean. Definitely, definitely, like. I mean, I don't say entertaining, but like it, it is, and it is, it is entertaining. Like it's a fascinating story. I'm also thinking about waking up in the middle of an operation where you are literally pulling teeth from your mouth. Ma- well, not you, but the dentist is literally pulling teeth from your mouth. I hate the dentist to begin with. Dude, waking up at any operation. That's true. It's scary. But you know, for when they like do brain stuff, you don't need to be like put under because your brain is no century. When I found that out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen a video of like a brain surgery where they have to like cut open the skull? Only on like TV. Yeah. Not well. I've never like I've never been in the room, but I've seen like videos. You're not a surgeon. uh, No. Okay. Not not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, We have big lives ahead of us. (laughs) Doing big things. No, you, but like seeing videos of... Yeah, like in psychology, like, they, we watch... Oh, damn it, I have. Yeah, we yeah. We watch some of these videos where they would do these... Uh, like some person would have something wrong with the sensory perception in their brain and they would uh, they would use like a, a like an electromagnetic pulse. Mm-hmm. But to get to the brain, obviously you have to cut open the skull. God, can you imagine recovering from that? No. Uh, I broke my finger once and... I thought that was tough. That broke my wrist once. That was that was like one of the worst injuries I've had. Yeah. Thank goodness. Knock no, on knock on wood, because don't you dare knock on. Nope. I don't. This is real wood. Well, you don't believe in it, so. I don't, know. I don't believe in wood. You don't believe in superstition. <laughs> oh, you're right. Why did I do that? <laughs> Kyle's knocking for me. There you go. Um, so yeah, just a couple of... Can I imagine, dude, no. When you wake up, think about like the worst headache you've had and then you wake up from head surgery. No, I cannot. I hate headaches. 
I'm not sure anyone loves him, but when I said that, I was like, you specifically hate them more. I specifically hate them more than everyone listening. Wow. Yeah. So, on a if you were to choose headache or a stomach ache, you'd choose stomach ache. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would choose headache. Nice. Probably. Yeah. When you said when you said like you hate headaches, mm-hmm. I'd probably say I hate like being nauseous. So like if my if my stomach like is upset. Well, when your stomach and your head hurts, that is just horrendous. Probably have the flu or your like hung, flu. Hung hungover. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Any last thoughts? Uh. No last thoughts. I had something for this specifically, but I wrote it down on my phone, and my phone's outside. So classic, classic. I can save it for next week. Oh, we didn't go to the. We need to go to the Palm Reader. We need. Yeah, we, we need, need to, to go. Our, uh, our fortune's told. Yeah, yeah. I also want to do. I don't know if I can be hypnotized, but Ooh. hypnotized, but um, past, was... past life regressions. Yeah, I've heard that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. Stay tuned for those. Another p- little group outing for us. Another group outing. Yep. Um, oh, I'm so excited. Should be interesting. I'm so excited. What is like the scariest? Like, if you go and someone like reads your, I don't even know if it's the same thing, but like your tarot cards or like your palm or whatever, what's like the scariest thing that they could tell you? First of all, would you? Would you? Are, are you going to be like scared at all? No, I don't believe. I don't believe that. Oh, mm-hmm. well, of course, because you don't even believe in superstition. No, I don't. I well, no, like like with superstition, I believe it's all in your head. If you can, if the person tells you that you are gonna, I don't know that they would tell you this, but if they told you that you were gonna die in like two hmm. years, I don't know. That I think there's an argument to be made that if you believe that you're gonna die in two years. Something is switched on, and you are like paranoid, and it could make you more prepared, though. It could. It could make you more preventative. Um, that is definitely that is definitely. Would you, an would you rather be told how you die or the day that you die? Ooh. The day that I die. Because if I feel like if you're told how you die, then that would prevent you from like actually living. I agree. Yeah. Could you imagine? Let's say you you're like 80 and you die in a car accident, but you find out tomorrow that you're gonna die in a car accident. You're scared for the next 60 years every time you get in a car. <laughs> <laughs> you see what that I'm saying? True. Like, that is true. What if what if you know how you die and like oh it's a heart attack? Uh-huh. Well that. That could literally happen anytime. Like, if you know that if you know the day, at least you can you can have a little roadmap. You can plan ahead. You could plan ahead. It, it'll be interesting to see uh, see what we get. Oh, I'm excited! I'm disappointed we didn't go this week. I'm sorry, listeners. You were a little busy. I was. I had a real. I had a really busy week. So busy, in fact, that I came home from work and just took a nap. Zonked. Zonked out. Yeah. Hey, sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need a little recovery. Well, I agree. A little recharge. A little recharge. Um, yeah, so stay tuned for our uh, for our escapades into the world of fortune telling and whatever else we get into. Um, if any listeners have any recommendations about a weird slash interesting... Things to do. Things to do. Yeah. Uh, we, I'd love, we would love your parents. <laughs> <laughs> we would though. I'd be, I'd be really interested to hear if you guys have any recommendations or suggestions about uh, outings for us to uh, to yes. go experience. Tweet at us at World We Live Pod. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, Spotify, and... Visit us on our website at worldwelive.org. And, uh, yeah, we have um, 
every episode we post our uh, our sources there, so um, that might involve an Alex Jones video. <sighs> may not. Or it may. I don't know. Um, but yeah, check us out. Um, leave us a rating. Uh, that really helps, and we love hearing from yeah, leave it. Leave us a if you know when you leave good ratings, it it only increases our popularity. Uh-huh. You know the the podcasts they show at the top are the most popular. Yeah. Um. We so give you some karma points. Yeah, if you like listening to us, uh, we like that you listen and drop us a little five stars. Five, little five guy. Little five boy. Well, I think that's a wrap. Schmash- I've got nothing else. Thanks for listening, guys. Time to hop off. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good week. And talk to you next week.